What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Andy, let's start off our Pat's Puri with a, uh, well, here, let's start. This will dovetail nicely off what we were just talking about in segment one with the quarterbacks uh, from our old pal, Mike Giardi, who will be joining you, of course, Sunday on WEI for an Easter chat. The Patriots have at least investigated bringing in a veteran quarterback to add to their young room. Could have had Hoyer back, it seems, but he too had issues with the offensive setup in 2023, just as Myers, Mack, and others did. So now you go check Raiders fan Facebook pages and they have remade the Raiders logo to look like a new England. Like you'll see either like the Raiders logo painted in Patriots colors and it says Patriots over top, or I've seen the flying Elvis done in silver and black with the scratch that with an eye patch over the one eye you see. Like yeah, Josh is 100%. Maybe the most of any place we've called Pat's Mid South, Pat's West, Pat's East, Pat's South, Pat's West, whatever. This may be the pacification of a franchise more than any other. And like we said, the, the Brian Hoyer thing is just so incredibly in, indicative. It, it's an indictment as to how things went last year. What backup quarterback are they going to like? Why not just draft a guy? What ba- what veteran are they going to bring in that's going to shore up the room any better than Brian Hoyer could have? Uh, nobody in terms of knowledge and experience in the system. And yes, the system matters because now you have Bill O'Brien back, which is an offshoot of the original Charlie Weiss, Josh McDaniels system and everything he ran here. Oh, yeah. uh, I think you, you, as you often do, um, stepped in poo and came up smelling roses in one of your predictions and, and excitements. And it wasn't whatever the hell the name, the prole kid is. I think AJ McCarron makes all the sense in the world for a veteran quarterback. And the longer it goes, I'm assuming you can't announce anything right now because he's playing in the XFL. He's actually under the employment of another league, another football team. But I just think that makes all the sense in the world to be your vet, your new veteran backup quarterback coming off. You know, he's still showing he can throw the ball around a little bit in the XFL, whatever. Actually looks, looks pretty good. He's matured as well. Now he's a family man. His whole idea, the reason why he turned and if he, Andy, if you heard, um, the reason why he turned down an NFL backup quarterback job was he said he wanted his kids to see him actually start and play football. Now he's played at a reasonably high level for a developmental league, yep. which may give several NFL franchises reason to consider, you know, a one year, one and a half million dollar deal. I I would almost feel better having somebody like that who's got fresh experience and some maturity about him who's been to the playoffs and also should have won that game uh, himself. I was wow. That was a long. That was all the way back in January of 2016. Damn, world. that was a while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. But I also and and I don't know enough about the uh, evolution or the history of the Alabama offense, but I do know, like for example, we know that when Bill O'Brien arrived, he had to learn the Alabama offense from Mac. 
So I don't know if the history of A.J. McCarron at Alabama, Mac at Alabama, Bill O'Brien at Alabama would actually be a connective tissue within that relationship, within that room, if he were to arrive. But I think he makes a lot of sense. And I got to give you credit. You predicted that, I think, week one in the National Foot uh, XFL. How do you say that? The X doesn't actually stand for anything. No, because, well, it was called XFL in 2000 because Vince McMahon wanted it to be the extreme football No, I know. League. But you know how, like, when, Pete, when Bill wants to make a, a, an, a point, he goes, you know, a lot's changed in the National Football League over the last hundred years. If you want to do that for the XFL, you can't. It's the X Football League. So now, so all you have to do now is just call it uh, the Extra Football League. Extra what? Because the other one is the U.S. Football League. Okay, so A.J. McCarron on the season, 1,544 yards, 69%, nice completion percentage, 17 touchdowns, four picks. Not bad. That's a great ratio. Not bad. Four to one? That's, That's a, tremendous. Actually, he's, he's by, and he's by far the best quarterback in the XFL. And the Battle Hawks are... Actually, a reasonably fun watch. They also get 35,000 people in the stands, which is about how many were in Foxborough for Christmas Eve. Jeez. I will say I, that, I, this is another they, example we would mock another team. Whatever no, team no, no. behind the we XFL would. quarterback, we would mock. But I just want to, right here, we are time stamping this at 30 minutes into our podcast on our bonus, uh, our bonus episode this week, three weeks out from the draft. If and when A.J. McCarron does sign with, just like we called the Daniel Equale resigning, just like we said, uh, Marcus Jones getting offensive snaps, the many things we've said that other people have then run with and take snake from us. AJ McCarron makes all the sense in the world to be the third quarterback for the Patriots. Hell, watch him beat out Mac and Zappy. I would surprise me. That would be a hell of a story. It also just means you have three mediocre <laughs> quarterbacks. You have three backup quarterbacks. <laughs> Right, like I mean, oh my god, that's like when that's like when you're, you know what that's like, Andy. It's like you're on a road trip with the family, right? And you're and you're like, we got to, guys. I I know the hotel's another two hours. Dad wants to try to get a little further along the way. We got to pull over and eat. And you get off, and there's three restaurants at the at the intersection where you get off the highway. All of them kind of suck, and the and you just try to figure out which of them is going to give you the least amount of heartburn, and you know, may be the least miserable eating experience possible. See, I, I was thinking more of we're on a road trip. Mm -hmm. I packed one bag, three T-shirts, and it's day seven. <laughs> and I'm going, smelling the armpits of this one. Like, <laughs> did I drip any grease on it? You're holding up three dirty, wrinkled, already worn T-shirts. None of them are going to make you look good. None of them are appealing. Your wife is going to be like... You don't have another shirt, and you go. Nah, actually, I don't have another shirt. These are these are the choices. So, is it this wrinkled, smelly one? This wrinkled, smelly one, or this wrinkled, smelly one? We have got. We're now comparing the New England Patriots quarterbacks for 2023 to wrinkled vacation T-shirts and roadside family road trip restaurants. Yep. Dear yep. God, how the mighty have fallen. Yep. But that's our life, and we can only make the best of it. All right, let's talk a little bit about the draft coming up. End day. The. This will actually be fun. Um, this is positive, okay. too. This can be optimistic. Lance Zerline, who knows a lot about making mock drafts, not mocking the draft, but rather t evaluating talent on its way to the NFL. Good interview. Been on our radio station a few times. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to chat him up soon. Put out his third mock draft. And I got to tell you, he said this is the one that gets me fired. It's gotten a lot of it's had a lot of fire attached to it. Do you think there's any legitimacy to his idea that the New England Patriots trade up from pick 14 
all the way to number three with the Arizona Cardinals and select Anthony Richardson, quarterback out of the University of Florida, to the New England Patriots. So that's bananas. I love the idea. You cannot get any more different from Mac Jones than to Anthony Richardson, right? Mm-hmm. Mac was NFL mm-hmm. ready. His strengths are up here in his accuracy, intelligence, all of that. Anthony Richardson rewrote the relative athletic scale. It, his score is perfect right now. His He is the measuring stick. You saw his pro day workout where he hits the roof and then he does like a triple <laughs> windy backflip. The effing roof. Yep. He just went through it, lazily threw a bomb downfield. And it hit the roof. He legitimately might have the strongest arm I've ever seen a pro prospect have. And sometimes he uses that arm to throw the ball to the receiver it's supposed to go to. So he is raw. But he can't throw an eight yard out to save his life. He's raw as can be. And this is where, this is a strange take I would have on this. And I may have a unique perspective on this. I would give Bill Belichick so much credit if he drafted Anthony Richardson, because that would tell me Record be damned. Last couple years of my tenure with the New England Patriots, be damned. I am swinging for the fences to set this franchise up with their Josh Allen, knowing that my age 71, my age 72, my age 73 season, wherever I end my career, I am going to have to take my lumps with a raw developmental work in progress quarterback. I think it would be so fascinating. Uh, and, and this would also require a couple of conversations, several big conversations behind the scenes. One, Bill, yeah, Bill O'Brien. Do you think you can, at the same yeah, time, you, you, can you, you can you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you, the guy that looks like every gym teacher that ever told me to lay off the ho hos and Swiss rolls growing up? Hey, chin, dimple chin, hey, butt chin, yeah, hey, butt chin. I don't can't imagine that goes over very well. Hey, you over there? Um, can you, at the same time, can you concurrently? spiral up Bailey Zappi to be 80% of what Mac Jones would have been at best this season, perhaps while maybe also working with AJ McCarron and at the same time, you know, buff up and develop Anthony Richardson. Cause we're not going to start him this year, but the prospect, this talented, this athletically gifted is too good to pass up and effort. We're going for it. So that's a lot to ask of Bill, Bill O'Brien Two, Robert. Are you okay with all of this? And can you please not fire me if I try to give the Josh Allen of the future of the franchise and set up this guy, number three, the third and final conversation, Gerard, do you think this is the guy you would like to have as your quarterback when I leave town in one, two or four years? Well, I like the last part and I'd add an extension to that. Jonathan, I think Bill says to Gerard and Robert, but Robert also says to Jonathan, like, cause Jonathan's going to take over the, the leadership of the franchise mm-hmm. at some point, be the face name owner, everything. Is this your next quarterback in three years? Cause Robert, you know, early eighties, who knows where things go with Robert moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there, there would be some really difficult conversations. I would say purely from a greedy perspective for me being at training camp, like the idea of this competition, the idea of watching Anthony Richardson develop practice. You know, I used to jokingly put on my Patriots.com blog updates. Oh, a flock of geese flew over the practice late in the session. Now I could have a quarterback who may actually kill a goose by throwing a deep ball and take him out of midair. It would be fun. I think you inject fun. And you know my rule. Entertain me. Entertain me. If you're going to be bad, at least entertain me with a freakish athlete who, even when he's bad, he entertains you like that's how athletic he is. So he's not he's not going to turn into like Josh Allen sized Michael Bishop, though, is he? 
I have might. no idea what he's going to be. Yeah, I don't know. No, I, I literally, like, if you, I would not want to stake anything on what Anthony Richardson is going to be. I know he's a great athlete. I know there is potential there with his legs. I know there is potential there with his arms. There's also potential there for him, him and the person who drafts him to be out of the National Football League within three to four years. So, yeah, that's a, that's a fun one. Interesting. Yeah, that would. Would you would you be happy or sad? Fitzy the fan, the Foxborough faithful, happy or sad? Uh-huh. Uh, I'd be okay with it. Me I'm too. not. I don't. I don't think it's what needs to sucks. happen. But I no. I think it. I, I listen. Like you media, did, we're you, a mediocre. You took, but sucks. you took Mac Jones's sophomore season away from him, and now you're going to say you're going to have to pay for what for the mistake we made. Goodbye. Like that's that's pretty rough. That's that's pretty rough. I still think, in the grand scheme of things, Mac Jones deserves one more kick at the can with a one proper offensive coordinator. Yeah, hey, listen, you never knocked me down, Ray. Uh, but if this were to happen, holy smokes. I got to tell you, since we're going to be on the air that night, that would make for a hell of a draft night show. It would be the exact Daniel opposite. Yes. yes. It would be the exact opposite of last year when we were on the air, and it was the Patriots, uh, you, me, and Mutt. Cole, strange. <laughs> yeah, this would be like, they traded up. What? Anthony Richardson. The old puppet gif. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'll tell you right now, have the dump button on the ready because the holy S's and the you got to be effing kidding me's will be flying. Yep. I love it. Maybe yeah. Narragansett can swing by and drop off a case of draft night beers for us yeah. as well since, since they sponsored Get the me dong pool. Uh, all right, moving on. Let's see. Andy, I whipped up a little piece for .com, not opinionating about what's going on in Fox, but rather just sort of keeping tab, if you will, on all of the prospects that have visited for top 30s uh, in the last week or so. Let's see, Giardi reported that Jordan Addison was in town Wednesday. They're doing all the due diligence on the top four receivers. Jordan Man. Addison, Quentin Johnson, who Bill Belichick visited with at his pro day. Zay Flowers, your guy is coming to town. And Jackson Smith and Jigbo was in town to see his brother uh, help the Pittsburgh Pirates sweep the Red Sox. And he met with the Patriots and said uh, he had great chats and who knows, maybe he'll be here in a couple of weeks. So uh, are you happy about, I know you want Zay among the four. I'd be happy with, I think Addison's good. Might be the most pro ready of them, of them all might be the most well-rounded overall receiver. Uh, I think he's like Jahan Dotson plus two. But if they were to take Jackson Smith and Jigba, I'd be shocked. I wouldn't hate it. I definitely don't think they're going wide receiver round one, though. Well, that's a bit of a wet blanket take for this. Uh, uh, I did. Well, no, I, I think receiver is very much in the mix. I think mm-hmm. Zay Flowers is in the mix. Uh, I know some people want to, again, use the word greedy and value and trade down and get Zay Flowers and accumulate picks. Whatever. Mm-hmm. If you end up with Zay Flowers somehow, some way, I would be very happy. If you end up with a receiver, I'm not going to assume he stinks. I know a lot of people are going down the because Bill drafted Nikhil Harry, this guy's going to stink too, doesn't know Mm -hmm. what he's doing, old man lost his way, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Nope, I'm not going to be pessimistic. If they take one of those four receivers, I am going to play the role of Fitzy superfan and be Mm -hmm. excited to see what happens, be excited to see how Mac and Bill O'Brien put him to use. I would love to see it because, again, I have three needs circled. Three needs that I think are legitimate needs. Number one receiver, number one tackle, number one cornerback. I've been talking about that for months. Couldn't disagree more. Couldn't disagree more. I mean, couldn't disagree less. Couldn't disagree less. I'm not going to be Adam Jones and and bitch about it when I get what I want. 
Mr. Negativity, the vulture. I'm not doing that. If you give me one of those three positions, tackle's not as exciting. I'll get more excited about corner and wide receiver, but I will not bitch about one of those three positions. And speaking of tackles as well, uh, according to Jeremy Fowler, Georgia offensive tackle Broderick Jones will be coming in to visit with the Patriots as well as the Jets, the Titans, Cardinals, and Bears. He's projected to be an early to mid-round, first-round pick. Big boy out of Georgia. No, he's not going to be Isaiah Wynn, but I understand any hesitancy displayed by the Pats fans. Another offensive lineman, Antonio Maffi, who played, I believe, at UCLA. Uh, he is taking a top 30 visit with the Patriots. Yep, he was with UCLA. A uh, converted defensive lineman who turned into one of the best guards in the country. Moving on, we also have guard. I will not be happy. No, I will not. I we do not need another. The guard is the last thing that I think the Patriots need to prioritize. You can grab another one, although there's a couple more that are young that could get a kick at the can as well this season. Uh, let's see. Jamie Robinson, safety from Florida State, is taking a top 30 with the Patriots as well. Yeah, I don't think. And He's not a first round option. Certainly no. not a 14th option. He's uh, a fifth. I think they think pack. like fourth, like a fifth, probably a fourth or fifth. He's a day three oh. pick. Oh, I don't think day. I think day two. I think you think so. Pick. I think I, he's I, okay. He's not, like, I wasn't wowed by his numbers or what I saw. Oh, I'm not in love with him. Um, but I think he's probably a day two pick. I don't love the safety class. I think after Brian Branch, it drops off pretty quickly, and there's only a couple guys that I think are even starting caliber NFL safeties. Mm -hmm. um, and Brian Branch is the the safety out of Alabama, who I think is one of the top five to seven handful of best overall prospects in the draft. I think he's a really good player. I've come around on him the more yeah. I've watched. Oh, you have him. really? Okay. Yeah. Now, I, I don't think the Patriots need him. I don't really want to see them invest in him at the 14th pick in the draft but I think he's a really good player. I don't think there's a lot of really good safeties in this class. Uh, as far as Which, defense by the way, goes, uh, yeah. people can listen to the safety six rings and prospect things podcast coming up soon. It's recorded. Mm. It's in the can where Shime and I give you a good 20 plus minutes on the safety position. Something I never saw coming. Who doesn't love a nice little deep dive to be the most informed and thoroughly educated Patriots fan in advance of the draft where you can fall in love with all these players and see Bill, Matt and company take none of them. Oh. And as far as getting after the passer goes, uh, San San Jose state uh, defensive lineman edge player, uh, v Villayami Jr. Fihoko is visiting the New England Patriots. This kid is like sneaky, sneaky productive. I looked at his numbers, saw a little bit of the uh, the YouTubeage. This kid can get after the quarterback. He looks like a really soft, like a nice day three pick, like a fourth, uh, fourth or fifth round, highly productive, underrated player. And also today, uh, as reported by Aaron Wilson, uh, Georgia defensive end Nolan Smith is visiting mm. the Patriots. Undersized uh, edge rusher. I think he's only like 238, something like that. I'd be interested to see some of this if Bill is evolving. Some of these guys that are athletes, you could question, is Bill a little slow to the party? Have other teams accepted that these are somewhat modern football players um, with builds and skill sets and athleticisms? Um, he's an interesting guy as an edge mm -hmm. rusher that I think would be a step in the modern direction. Um, not sure. A step what, about, what, are, what happened to Ronnie Perkins? Uh, I don't know. He's gonna join. Is he gonna join Sean Crable and yeah, I'm uh, not sure many others in the. Uh, yeah. But who knows? Josh Uche had a breakout third season, actually mm -hmm. breakout second half of a third season to become. That's a an intriguing. See, to me, it's like, do you is is he a part of the future? Do you think he's gonna continue to show out this year? Could he be a trick? Could he be a trade chip? Like, all right, well, luckily he he showed out at the right time. Now his 
he's as valuable as he could ever get. He could be involved in a draft day trade to another team that's looking for a young edge rusher. Yeah, I would never rule it out because you are going to have to pay him. And I do have a hard time envisioning them saying he's a, um, you know, $15 million a year edge guy. I, I don't, I can't imagine them giving him that contract, but I've been wrong before. But, you know, it was interesting. Tom Curran, for one of his TV shows, Quick Slants or something, he likes to put out those polls and he mm -hmm. put the list of expiring contracts. And I think he asked fans to pick like three names that you would love to sign from the list. And it includes Ramondre Stevenson and Kyle Duggar and Josh Uche and more people, including, I believe, both Karn and Phil Perry were high on the idea of re-signing Josh Uche. And I don't think I would give that big money contract to Josh Uche. Mm. I don't. And I'm not sure they will. And if you're right, if they're not going to, you might want to consider trading him. I'd wait till the trade deadline, get 10 sacks out of him before the trade deadline, then ship him out of town. Depending on what your record is. That's obviously indicative well, of assuming your record well, stinks and you're in fourth ah. place. You might as well unload him. Why, why bother? Why At, even bother? Send him to a team that's actually a contender. Oh, this hurts too much. That's it. I'm never doing Truth this Truth is again. never mean. Uh, that's that's an opinion. No, no that's a, no. that that's that's a statement. That's a fact. However, that's it's your opinion of the truth. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that. Yeah, okay, right. Just wanted to parse that out. Yep. Okay. Lastly, and probably leastly, uh, the other day I jumped on our pal Andrew Callahan's podcast, and we did a three-round mock draft, Andy. I want to get your grade. And your thoughts on how I foresaw the New England Patriots first three rounds going in the draft. Okay. In the first round with pick number 14, you're not going to like this. The New England Patriots trade back to 21 with the Los Angeles, the Los San Diego Chargers, as I like to call them. Okay. The Chargers take running back Bijan Robinson out of Texas, who, of course, has been mocked by some, including Daniel Jeremiah to the Patriots, which I think is just absolutely batshit crazy. The safest pick in the draft. Saquon Barkley 2.0, you say? Um, maybe even safer than that. Do the Patriots need him? No. Okay, so that's why the you Chargers take... having good football players or no, great football No, I understand. Players. You could pro the, the, the formation they could put out with Gasicki, Hunter Henry, James Robinson, Ramondre Stevenson, Bijan Robinson, and then five linemen and insert quarterback here would be progressive, to say the least. However, I can't see them taking him. The Chargers, however, have an issue with Austin Eckler. They would flourish with a guy that's the safest pick in the draft and could be a dual threat on offense. So I see them moving up to grab their Austin Eckler plus of the future. Patriots go back to 21. And with the 21st pick in the 2023 draft, the New England Patriots select Dewan Taylor, tackle University of Tennessee. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I don't love it. Because you know my general philosophy that I'd like to see this team do is trade up to get the best of something. The best tackle who comes what if down they love it? What if they love him? Yeah, they'll tell us that. And they loved Mac, too, until they stopped loving Mac and been shopping Did him. They? Did they? I don't they? know. They picked him. Yeah. Yeah. I was supposed to believe by them picking them that they loved him. Oh, my God, the perfect quarterback fell right in Bill Belichick's lap at 15. Now you're telling me they love him. I don't know how much you love him. If you love somebody, you set them free, and they sometimes don't come back. Well, he could probably he could start at right tackle or he could work his way through the Riley Reefs and the Calvin Andersons and the bum fight that's going to be taking place over at right tackle, Trent's over at left. And Yanni then maybe could you could shift him to yeah. Oh, and Yanni could just is back. That's right. He could so just gotta, sign his uh tender. Two point six seven million. Must Not be guaranteed nice. though he can be cut. True. So it's pretty I anyway, that's I see them going with a tackle. It's probably the most least risky it's probably the most surefire of all things just go get a wall of humanity yeah like protect your quarterback yeah that worked out 
In the second round, the New England Patriots have acquired, thanks to the tra- uh, the draft day trade chart, they have the Los San Diego Chargers second round pick. Okay. So with the 46th pick in the 2023 NFL draft, the New England Patriots select cornerback Emmanuel Forbes, Mississippi State. Very popular pick to the Patriots of late. Uh, I love his production. 14 picks in college, six last year, six pick sixes, mm. and 166 uh, pounds. Yeah, he needs to put on some weight. He, he weighs runs a four three five. More frail than my sophomore son. He is a bit of a twig. But the hearts are stout. You guys are a stout family. Oh, yeah. My son will outweigh this guy. By the time he gets out of high school, my, I firmly believe my son will outweigh this guy by 30 pounds. And you're going to take him in the second round. Six one. On the outside, he's productive. He is. Is he going to break? The good news is when he practices against Tyquan Thornton, it'll be two stick figures <laughs> doing battle on the Gillette Stadium practice field, so they won't get hurt. They won't hurt each other. Um, I love his production. I think he's really good. It would scare the hell out of me to draft 160. Like, If you looked at a high school roster, the guy who weighs 160 would stand out. Now you're mm-hmm. going to tell me this dude is your number one cornerback potentially yeah, at leading. 166 pounds? It's going to make Tyquan Thornton look like he needs to go on awaken 180. Yeah, like what? I, I, but I love I love the idea of just saying the new modern NFL is forget the the position measurables, forget it. Just look at production. Can he play? Because this guy can absolutely play. Yeah, I, he absolutely can, and he's fast, and he's a ball hawk, and he's got the productivity in the NFL of college in the SEC as well. With the pick they've acquired from the Los Diego Chargers at fifty four, the New England Patriots address their tight end of the future. Bill goes back into the highly athletic developmental physical freak pool of Georgia and selects tight end Darnell Washington. Wow. If you get washed, is this the third round? No, there's pick 54, the second round, okay, the one they got round. from the chargers and the B. John Robinson. Almost the third round though. You're yeah. later on in the second round. Um, okay. One of the more intriguing, yeah, this is uh, one of the freak most show. Well, but I mean, this draft you're putting together with 166 pound productive cornerback and now a free 280 tight end. Tight end. Some people think could bulk up and become a tackle if he, yeah. if he needed to be. Oh, um, absolutely. But doesn't have the production coming out of Georgia, but you certainly could see the production potential in the NFL red zone size. Um, Six foot freakish. eight and could block his ass off too. A- absolutely. But he can't just, if you draft a blocking tight end in the second round, it's not a great pick. He has to have something offensively. Again. But he's intriguing. This is, I mean, you're putting together an all-intrigue team for the the Patriots. To get get that from you with a pick to go, I'll take that as a plus. And with with their third and final pick in my three-round mock draft, at pick 76, the New England Patriots do finally address the receiver position. However, they do not go and get the big body outside Alpha True number one. You and many other Patriots fans covet. Instead, they finally get the water bug, the Twitch guy, the get open in a phone booth, as Tom Curran says, guy over the middle. And they go back to a familiar pool once again. Pick 76 out of the University of Houston with 1,400 yards and 17 touchdowns last year. The New England Patriots select Nathaniel Tank Dell, wide receiver, Houston, Marcus Jones. Don't worry, we found someone just like you, but he doesn't play defense. So you have drafted a cornerback and a wide receiver who weigh a combined 300 pounds. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like 165 himself. Yeah. Tiny. Same, he's like the, He literally looks just like, same size as Marcus Jones. Unbelievable production. Two like 1,300-yard seasons. I love, 
your your draft is fun. You executive of the year or you're fired. <laughs> Fine. I you know what? Boomer bust. Boomer bust. I, I love it. You. Exactly. You you have a massive tight end who might end up being a tackle. You have a productive, skinny, twiggy corner who may just not have the frame for the NFL. Who could either break or be rookie of the year. Right. And then a jitterbug playmaker from a place where you've drafted jitterbug playmakers and found success. Uh, I don't hate it. You know me. Entertainment Mm -hmm. wise, Mm -hmm. this entertains me. This is entertaining. Now, it might stop being entertaining in like late August, early (laughs) September when they actually have to play. But for a couple months, this is really entertaining. All right. Give me a grade. Um, um, I'm going to say, come on, give me that B plus. Give me that C minus you son of a bitch. Well, you know, the Andy Hart rule of ifs, usually they go 50, 50. So you drafted four players that I think are all ifs. So Mm -hmm. at best, you're going to get two decent players out of the four players. So you're a C kind of grade. I, I, I got a B plus on this one. I think this is, I think this addresses needs. I think you get high quality value and speed. You got a couple of four year players. There's a little prospect action in there as well. I got twigs. I got twigs and walls. That's what I got too. I have two oh, mammoth humans and I have two, two Titans average out. They're all like one average. Yeah. Two Titans and two tinies. All right. We'll see how it goes. All right. Next time we talk, uh, I know we got a couple of prospect pods coming up next time we talk. If you get a chance, I know you don't want to reveal all your picks. Let's see if you can whip up a three or four round mock. Sure. I can Why not, mock right? the hell out of you. Absolutely. You do it on a regular basis anyway. It wouldn't be that difficult an exercise. Another very fun podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. I had a good time. I hope all of you did as well. Many more Six Rings and Prospect Things podcasts to come. If there is to be any news, a big trade, or something else that shakes the very pillars of one Patriot place, we'll do an urgency pod sometime in the next week to week and a half. Otherwise, enjoy our thoughts on the draft to come. Hopefully, we have filled in the lull accordingly and in an entertaining capacity. He's at Jumbo Heart. I'm at Fitzy GFY. This is the At Six Rings pod. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. As always, good day. God bless and go Pats.